Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story of a drug bust from Vermont isn't so much about the crime, it's about the dude involved. Well, specifically his name. State police there say an undercover officer made several purchases of cocaine from the alleged drug dealer, who, by the way, had originally hailed from the state of Georgia. Prosecutors say there's a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison for each count filed against 41-year-old Leroy Brown, who we all know is badder than old King Kong and meaner than a junkyard dog. And a heck of a pool player, too. He <laughs> so really I is. hear. Yes, yeah. yes, he is. And, and he had a razor in his shoe, if I remember right. I think that's correct, yes. <laughs> well, Cliff, how's yes. things going there at the house yeah. this morning? Live from the sweatpants studio, things are fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sweatpants and beer, that's what I'm, that's what I'm anticipating from you. Yeah. Well, Cliff, you probably don't know this, but yeah. today is National Burrito Day. I did not know that. Aha. Uh-huh. Or as plumbers like to call it, yeah. the challenge. <laughs> I was going to say it's kind of, uh, well, to have that day on a, when there's a toilet paper shortage, it's not a good combination. No. We now take you live to the Sweatpants Lounge. Here's our news director, <laughs> Cliff Ingram. It's welding month? Welding month. They're celebrating right. all month long, and I'd like to take this time to salute Kevin Carlisle. Kevin Carlisle? Yes. Who's that? He's the guy that welds the shopping carts to one big giant clump at the Walmart that I can't get undone. So I salute you, Kevin, for a job well done. I don't know how you do that without me seeing you, but boy, you're good at it. You know, I think it it might have something to do with your arms, actually. Lack of leverage? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what it is. I tell you what, sometimes... You're just a jerking and jerking and nothing happens. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just like nothing moves. It's like, come on, come on. You ever had that problem, Cliff? No. <laughs> Must have better arms than I've got. I know you got yeah, longer I'm, arms than I have. Maybe I'm maybe I'm better at jerking. Well, yeah. Well, I've heard people in the building call you a jerk, but I, I didn't want to go there. <laughs> Weed police in Cascade Township, Michigan, say this crime spree that spanned nearly two decades is now over. 54-year-old Stephen Todd Pasteur was arrested Wednesday after police say he allegedly confessed to investigators who were asking him about the crimes going all the way back to 2003. Those detectives said that they were finally able to get surveillance video that helped them catch the suspect after long ago establishing his modus operandi, which was being out in public with his shirt on but naked from the waist down. Police said Pasteur would then stand on the decks and porches of homes around town, frequently knocking on windows to make sure he had an audience. He would also do the same thing in front of businesses and eventually on the side of the road. And the morning roadshow department of, Don't look, Ethel! Wants you to know that he did more than just run when he was naked in public. In making the arrest, police there said the plague of unwanted nudity lasting nearly 20 years is now over. How can you let something like that go for 20 years <laughs> and not figure out who's doing that? I, had, I, it's a, I mean, it's a small town. You would think that eventually they would. He was really good about, I don't know, 
getting away before the police arrived on the scene, apparently. You would think someone would see his face and go, that's him. <laughs> the guy at the Dollar General store. He's clothed now. Yeah, well, apparently, whenever he was naked in public, they weren't looking at his face. <laughs> oh, we had to go right there, didn't we? Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> what were you expecting? <laughs> While the 7 o'clock news was on, I was looking around the Internet, and I saw this picture, Cliff, and this is just absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, what do you got? Well, I want you to picture in your mind all of the characters from The Wizard of Oz, the main characters, you know. Oh, okay. Going, yeah, the, going to go see the wizard. The Tin Man and the Scarecrow and the Lion, and not to mention Dorothy and Toto, but go ahead. Yes, yes. and they're all on the yellow brick road, and they're singing, right? We're off to see the wizard, and the police are at the other end going, No, no, no. Everybody get back. We're, nobody gets to see the wizard today. And speaking of that, Cliff, the coronavirus, yeah. Yeah. I noticed on the AP News, they yes. were talking about the Olympics. They were wondering about the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics. Yeah. And the Summer Olympics, they didn't tell us the dates they've been rescheduled. And that's kind of important to know when it's rescheduled for. Uh, have they officially decided yet or yes, what's going on? Yes, they have. Okay. The okay. Summer Olympics will be played, barring anything else happening, July yeah. 23rd through August the 8th, 2021. Okay. July 23rd, August 8th. That's a very important date. You might want to write that down because okay. that's the same date that I believe toilet paper is scheduled to be back at your local grocery <laughs> store in mass quantities. Right. I had this idea when I was a kid, and finally cereal companies are getting their stuff together and doing this well what uh what idea was that they were calling it jumbo snacks and basically what kellogg's is doing they're yeah. taking four of their most popular cereals making large versions of each cereal piece and putting them in little single serve bags like potato <laughs> chips no milk required i thought of that as a kid i thought why don't we just put this in a little bag and I can just eat out of it like a, you know, bag of chips. So like, uh, like say, for instance, a honeycomb cereal. You know, those little brown, right. the size of a quarter. But they're bigger. And they're, in a bag like chips. In a bag like chips. Well, that's a brilliant idea. They've got four cereals they're going to do. It's coming out next month. they got Fruit yeah. Loops, Frosted Flakes, Apple Jacks, Corn Pops. Okay, maybe not four of their most popular. I should have said three of their most popular and throw in some corn pops because those <laughs> things are nasty. I don't you know never, anybody that likes those. I never really got those. I've, I've had them a few times, but I never really got them. On the other hand, uh, Fruit Loops, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, they're about like the little Debbie cake of cereals. They need to come in the um, Grippo size box, <laughs> yeah. and that would be the bag I would carry around with me. Yeah. Hmm. If we needed more reasons to love Dolly Parton, She's given us two more, Cliff. This is <laughs> how ironic that you would say that. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. I wasn't going there. But she's given us two more reasons to love Aunt Dolly. Okay. She announced yesterday yeah. that she's giving one million dollars towards the coronavirus research, and she's given it to Vanderbilt University's medical center in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that. Um, she posted that online. As, as a matter of fact, I think my daughter reposted that uh, because she's not she lives not too far from Vanderbilt. So it's like she is, uh, knows people there. She knows what they're doing, the work that's going on, and she decided to donate a million dollars. That's pretty impressive. You know what? What? Just think 
how many of those medical masks that uh, they could make if she just donated one of her bras? Okay, so, right. like, like ten thousand medical masks. Cliff, Cliff, bra. Cliff, stop, stop! <laughs> You're talking about Aunt Dolly here now. Come on! Yeah, but you asked for it. Well, I did kind of ask for it. Oh, and tonight. What's tonight? Tonight. Yeah. She's going to do live readings of children's books from her imagination library. Six o'clock tonight. Really? You can go to imaginationlibrary.com. <laughs> She's going to do it for 10 Thursdays in a row, and tonight is night number one. Cool. That is pretty cool. I'm telling you, she'd be the greatest aunt you could ever have. <laughs> You're right. Plus, yeah, she's you're loaded right. with cash, and that doesn't hurt either. <laughs> Let's be honest about it. Yeah, just not have it, you know, a rich aunt with giant boobs. I'm just saying. We This story comes to us from the Morning Roadshow Department of, well, duh, Nielsen, the famous company that not only conducts rating surveys for radio and TV, but also surveys the public about their awareness and provides a clue as to the social indication of what's going on in society has found an interesting statistic for this strange new world that we live in. Nielsen surveyed a segment of America for the week ending March 21st, and they found that, well, since many of us are staying at home because of the coronavirus, there's something that we're buying a lot more of besides just toilet paper. And that is alcohol. Wine sales are up 66%, beer sales are up 42%, and hard liquors are up 75%. And online alcohol purchases are up 243%, so we're at least practicing responsible social distancing while we're all getting plastered. And you might say, we're all fighting the coronavirus with corona. <laughs> One sip at a time we're fighting it, Cliff. One <laughs> sip at a time. Oh, you're sipping it, huh? <laughs> oh, well. I take it you're not at the sweatpants lounge? <sighs> um, I just had one. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. All right. It's 821. Cliff, we've got somebody uh, somebody on the line. Let's get right to it. <laughs> okay. Hi. Who's this? Hey, you do have somebody on the line. This is your good buddy, Walter Wright. Hey, Walter. Oh, good morning. Fun. Good morning, sirs. You are the man that went into the ice-cold water in Petersburg <laughs> for us, aren't you? Yep, but I think I'll give everybody something to listen to today. Uh-oh. Oh, don't throw off now, Walter. Don't do that. Let's be a winner. Let's have confidence, okay? Yeah, I keep texting you guys good morning. You guys never once text me back good morning. Like, I, just randomly out of nowhere. I haven't seen that today, but Walter? No, I do. I'm going to give you this statement, and you tell me if it's true or if I just made it up. I'm counting right. on you to get this right, okay? All right. All right. I'll try. Here we go, Walter. The first diet soda to use aspartame as a sweetener was Diet Squirt. That sounds like probably about right. That stuff sucks. You think that's true? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. Congratulations, Walter. That oh. is absolutely true. <laughs> uh, I thought about screwing up. You know, I'm, I'm expert in that kind of field there, screwing stuff so up. So. You're an expert in screwing things up. Yes. And yeah. don't you work for a company that fixes things? Uh, well, technically, technically. Technically, okay. Well, Walter, you have a good day, and you be safe out there, okay? All right, I'm a lot warmer than the last time we talked. Yeah, I bet you are. You have a good one, sir. Bye-bye. You too, bye. Can you imagine that game we just played with Walter? Can you yeah. imagine that game if we had prizes to give away? I mean, think about it. Right now, there's no skin in the game when you call in. Other than just potential embarrassment. That's it. I mean, you're not risking any prize. You're just risking punishment. 
But once the prizes come back, and eventually, I'm thinking they're going to. I, I would hope at some point, yes, they would. Can you imagine the pressure on a caller? They have Holiday World tickets or concert tickets or even tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. We're kind of getting a supply of them since we're not giving them away here the last couple, three weeks. Yeah. They could be winning something really nice or losing it all and being embarrassed on top of it. <laughs> so it's, it's a much bigger drop, as it were. I'm thinking so, Cliff. I'm kind of excited about that part of it when we finally get some prizes. So, so you want to just basically escalate the punishment is what you're saying. I'm, I'm wanting to uh, turn the screws, as they say, just a, <laughs> just a little bit here on the morning road show. Cliff? Yes? This is really weird. This is strange because I, I always push the button. Strange. I push okay. the button and I wonder, is he really going to be there or not? Because <laughs> Cliff is broadcasting today. And for the next several weeks, probably, Cliff. Yes, for the, uh, until they say, you know, what's, uh, what's happening has passed, I'm uh, in the guest room of my house. Can you take a picture of yourself and send yes. it to our Facebook page? I'd like I, to I, see what that looks like, your studio um, and you there. I actually have already taken the picture. I just haven't posted it yet. How's that? All right. I'm kind of curious as to what is going on in the... Uh, Sweatpants Lounge here in Princeton. <laughs> I love that name, the Sweatpants Lounge. Well, I don't know if you saw this or not, Cliff, in the news. I know you've been really busy getting your studio set up there. Yeah. But they had a 6.5 magnitude earthquake hit Idaho. In Idaho? In Idaho. You don't really think about earthquakes in Idaho. I, that's interesting. I, that's exactly what I thought. I mean, people there were confused and shocked. Yeah. Because now they got something to actually talk about in the state of Idaho. We've actually had an earthquake here. I've never heard anybody ever say, I'm taking the wife and kids this summer, and we're going to Idaho. Have you ever heard that? No. I mean, the only thing I guess would be is, like, if you're a potato nerd, you got to go see where they actually come from. But that would be it. You know, you don't want to be known as the potato nerd of the tri-state. <laughs> I do like that name, though. Potato nerd. That's Paul Vuitton, isn't it? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Well, Cliff? Yes. I see you did post that picture of you at the Sweatpants Lounge doing the <laughs> show from your calling. house. There's actually two pictures. So it's on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning. And is that what I think it is there in your hand? Uh, yes. And that's not a donut. <laughs> that's not a donut at all, Cliff Ingram. <laughs> Looks nothing like a donut. No. And that's what I wanted everyone to remember, that Cliff is not in our studio anymore. He's <laughs> that's at a home. That's a dead soldier right there. That's what that is. That is a dead soldier right yeah. there. Cliff's broadcasting from home. He's going to do that until all of this virus nonsense is finally gone and we can get back yep. on our lives again. And we're doing that just to be a little bit safe. And I wanted to see what Cliff's studio looked like. And there's that picture if you want to play along with it. Now, Cliff, I saw a story this morning that a guy in Arizona, and I would not want him to be my neighbor, every day at sunset, he yeah. plays the bagpipes out in his front yard <laughs> every single day. And that brings us to our question of the day from the Morning Road Show. Okay. See if you know the answer. All right. What does a true Scotsman wear under his kilt? Do you want me to answer that now? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> uh, nothing. The answer is nothing. No. The answer is oh. shoes. <laughs> you know what? What? I don't I don't believe I've socially distanced far enough away from you. I'm moving farther away. Tell me something bad about Tulsa. Well, it doesn't have the longest red light 
in the history of mankind. Okay. Take it to the bank this morning. The longest red light in the United States is in West Milford, New Jersey. Okay. And this light stays red on purpose every time for five minutes and 33 seconds. Wow. (laughs) That's worse than the Spring Street or Broadway light. I don't know this to be a true fact, Cliff, but I am also assuming this is the most run red light in the United States, too. That's entirely possible. Because when you see that thing get yellow, Mm -hmm. you become Mario Andretti (laughs) quickly. And a little bonus here on our Take It to the Bank, Cliff. Okay. I don't know that this is actually true, so we're going to put parentheses around this. But we got this call from one of our wonderful listeners. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Here's a little added bonus you can throw in. Edwards County, over here, Albion, Illinois area, they do not have a red, yellow, green light. They just have flashing red lights. I've thought about it and thought about it, and they have zero traffic lights like that. It's all just four-way stops. So you can take that to the bank. Is that true, Cliff? I can verify that the last time I was there, that entire county does not have an actual stoplight. There has to be a reason for that. Uh, It's a little bitty county. There's not a whole lot of traffic there. (laughs) But you would think there would be one. I mean, they have have flashing red lights at some of the intersections. But like he said, there's no red, yellow, green light in anywhere in that county, period. Well, maybe somebody listening, Cliff, knows the exact reason, because I'm curious now as to why that would be. Um, weed? Weed. Yeah, Cliff. Yeah, Cliff. Weed? Yes. What are you doing? I'm making myself a note here. Sorry. You're making yourself a note? Yes, I need to remember this. <laughs> I mean, of all the troubles that I thought we would have doing what we're doing with you over there and me here at home, I didn't think uh, you being distracted and having to write a note would be... Uh, on the list. So that, what in the world are you doing? That's the problem with you not being here. I What's made that? myself a note reminding yeah. myself that even in the sweatpants lounge, Cliff yeah. can still read the text messages that we get here <laughs> and my responses. So far this morning, yeah. I've had you mud wrestling with me and you've took a very shaky doctor's exam. Yes, yes. that's all true. And I kind of <laughs> forgot that that you, I, too, read the text messages. Yes, and you can do that in the sweatpants lounge. I kind of forgot yes. about that. So, <laughs> so tomorrow, watch your responses. <laughs> tomorrow, we'll clean it up a little bit Okay. on the text messaging. Sorry about yeah. that, Cliff. That's uh, okay. Cliff, anything said today? Uh, as a matter of fact, phrases of the day, serpent number three. Sometimes you're just a jerking and jerking, and nothing happens. Number two, plumbers call it the challenge. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, a rich ant with giant boobs. Why did you have to say that again? You're talking about Aunt Dolly. Dolly Parton, who's going to cut up one of her bras and make 10,000 face masks to donate to charity. No, she's not. She's giving a million dollars. Oh, that. Oh, sorry. I had that confused. And she's reading tonight at six. Yes. For the next 10 weeks. Cliff? Something like that. Let's try it again tomorrow. I think we shall. Let's do that. All righty. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.